welcome to the Yacht Rock Show with your captain, Eddie Gans, with first mate, Joe Carlisle, and Samir at the wheel. And here's your host, Eddie Gans. Hello, my friends, and welcome aboard, everyone. It's the October 16th, 2020 Yacht Rock Show edition. And welcome aboard, Mr. Joe Carlisle. Hello, everyone. And Mr. Samir on the wheel. Still there. <laughs> so what's going on there, Joseph? Uh, nothing much. We're uh, gearing up for a, another great episode of the Yacht Rock Show. So what, That's right. what did you want to play first after I kind of hijacked? Well, you know what's funny? Your timing is impeccable. Because... I was like going back and forth with my first song this oh, week. What to play? Yeah. So when you chimed in, I was very glad. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to. You yeah, know? I was prepared to actually surprise you with it and say, no, 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 don't play that little river band tune. I got something else I want to play right. here. And, you know. Right. Um, but uh, you brought it along, so uh, we'll, we'll play it, and then we'll tell everybody why it's poignant and why it's special after we play it. I mean, we didn't say anything last week. Right. Um, but uh, we'll play this tune. And what is it? It's a it's a Nicolette Larson tune from that same album that a lot of love came from. Correct. And uh, this this tune has a special meaning this this week. Um, so we'll play it, and then we'll talk about it afterwards. Sounds good to me. Here it is. What is it? It's Nicolette Larson. <laughs> Tell everybody no. what it is. Oh, you want to say what it is? Yeah, say the title. Oh, okay. It's can't get away from you. Nicolette Larson. Here it is.
brown sound it's right there that song was done in 1978 and the producer on that was ted templeman and if you know that name he also produced van halen's first album and that was actually Eddie van halen playing right. on that song right uh, i guess ted templeman recruited him to do that um it's unmistakable i mean he's still he's using the brown sound he must have brought all his stuff anybody who doesn't know what the brown sound is it's kind of a thing Eddie van halen we're talking of course about the late Eddie van halen who was right. shocked us this week that he passed away from cancer i was a huge huge fan so it hit me really hard um and uh, his brown sound was that sound that's on the first van halen album that everybody was chasing after and he said he got it because he had an old marshall head that was actually made in england and it was 220 i don't know whatever there what is there mm-hmm. do you know what their uh, wattage is over there it's different it's different right. wattage so he plugged right. it into a regular american outlet and it was actually it was lower in volume but the tone was incredible he loved it so he chased that sound to try to get it so he did all various things he used the variac and an echoplex for all the tech heads out there mm-hmm. and he achieved that what everybody tried to chase after was that brown sound that you heard on the first van halen album and he used it on this session too so you hear the same sound so yeah oddly enough um i didn't think he made it onto the onto the boat or floated in any yacht right. rock boat yeah. but a nicolette larson album he came close so we yeah. figured we play it it is it is kind of you know there's a little thread in there yeah it's a thread it's on that album you know so i was happy we get to honor him in some way that's right um the great the late great eddie van halen absolutely that was a a great choice joe and by the way of course there is there is a controversy over this david crosby did you hear what he uh what happened he just said it was something like van halen was never his cup of tea i mean he did come back and retract a little bit he was something like yeah, of course he was rude. It's, uh, he was know. rude. You he's, know, I mean, standing, he's been standing listen, on a soapbox since the 60s, that guy. Right, so if, you protests, got, if you got nothing nice everything. to say, right, Joe? Don't say anything. You know what I mean? Come yeah. on, David. It's yeah. disgusting. You don't do that. I don't hey, know. What was the on. quote? Do you remember the, exactly what the quote was? I yeah, didn't yeah. He, uh, he, the, he said, uh, let me see. Oh, here we go. Oh, he, right the folks... Uh, he quite uh, he, he caused quite the stir, yeah, with, uh, because he asked his thoughts on Van Halen, and he simply replied with an unenthused "meh," you know. Yeah, not his cup of tea. Right. Yeah, but th- yeah, but come on, uh, it's, 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 come on, man. Well, it's not. You know, there's David other Crosby. there's other ways to say that. You, uh, listen, Joe, yeah. I I was never. Goo Goo Gaga no, over sure. Van Halen. You but, know that. But you knew the contribution. You heard through the grapevine that Come this guy on. was, was you know, really bringing it. You know? This guy was a god guitar player. Yeah. Come on. It's, it's yeah, disgusting. Yeah, tapped to do Beat It and all that stuff. Right. Um, this guy's yeah, a legend. Crosby's always had his head in the clouds. You know, he's just, yeah, he just he's said a bit the of a snap thing. ahead. He said the wrong thing. He probably just meant it wasn't his cup of tea, which is what I think he retracted later and said that. Uh-huh. Well, he he said he somebody uh, on Twitter. Here we go. He says, "Wow, that was rude, unkind, and totally lacking empathy." One Twitter user chimed to wit. Uh, David Crosby responded, "Sorry, just meant he does not move me much." Yeah, yeah, yeah but there's other ways to do that, man. Yeah, Whatever. Different, you know. different cup of tea. I could see where he wouldn't move, be moved by that because he probably okay. never even delved into it. Right. You know, everybody else crashed the boards and uh, agreed that I mean you know Lukather loved him of course they were really tight I sent you that picture the day that he yeah passed, yeah uh, with them in the studio arm in right. arm uh, hugging each other uh, I mean you know, Aldi Miola came out and said something 
I know Pat Matheny, who you know I adore, right. also used to go see Eddie Van Halen back in the day. Right. He went to tons of Van. He just would sneak into Van Halen concerts, just and he actually uh, compared him to like Coltrane as far as the impact he had on other guys and how other guys wanted to copy him. It was like that Coltrane. Uh, Look at that. Um, but yeah, he got respect. Believe me, he got respect where it counts. So David Crosby, he didn't really need that. That's true. So, so with that said, let's move on. So we move on. Here's yeah. one we've been wanting to play for a long yeah. time. With another Great. hero of mine. That's right. With Pino Palladino on bass. It's a very slick sounding. Still sounds great today. Yeah. This is, uh, of course, I'm talking about Peter Cetera. And the song is Man and Me.
right. too. So, this yeah, what song, we saying? This song is so rare. This, this song is so rare that Samir, Samir shazammed it, and it didn't show up. Wow. Yeah, it's, yeah. I found it. I found it, uh, information on Discogs, but you did. Um, very little, limited. In, uh, Eighty-six. This album, huh? Eighty-six. That's but Nick, he had something. Yeah, Nick, Nick Jameson, Jameson, right? Yes. And um, he was from the band Fog Hat. Oh, really? Yes. That's interesting. A lot of those guys, you find out, oddly enough, they were from one of those bigger name bands. Mm-hmm. Like they from. Boston or Kansas or Foghat or one of those. Right. A couple. Was the guy? There's a couple no, other guys like that. I was not into Foghat, but what what kind of music no. were they? Do I think know? it was kind of like Kansas, Boston. It was, it was like rock of the day, you know, 70s, early 70s, like rock, roots rock, probably. Probably. Oh yeah. Yeah, kind of like think about when I think about Foghat, I probably am wrong, and I'd love for somebody to correct me if I am. Um, I'm thinking when I think Foghat, I think Kansas, Boston, you know, all those roots rocky hmm. sound. Yeah, I'm um, uh, again, I don't know anything about Foghat. I don't either. Well, he, right. I guess he wanted so. to break out and do a little pop thing because yeah. it, was, it was happening at the time. Well, here's another little note Jack, Jack Wagner from All I Need. Remember? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did a version of this, but it doesn't compare to, to this version. Because uh, the vocal, the vocals are much better here with Nick Jameson. Oh wow! I think they'd be identical. Oh no, nah. And even some, I read somewhere, uh, some some other listener agreed, uh, said the same thing I was saying that the vocals, Jack Wagner didn't cut it. Oh wow! Yeah. So this, I like this track. It's really, you know, it, it's a product of the '80s, but it sounds great, yeah. and it's pretty cool. So, so it's yeah. Samir. Yeah. Anytime Samir is prompted to. to uh, Suzam something. Yeah. Me, that means something. Absolutely. So up Let's next go. is America from the album Perspective. And this is when they got a little, uh, they were with the synthesizers and all that. I like this album. This is called We Got All Night America. Thank you. 
Hi, this is Wayne Nelson from Little River Band. It's the best yacht rock of the 70s and 80s. From here on, we're smooth sailing. Stay tuned. This is the Yacht Rock Radio Show. Have you heard about the lonesome loser? Mr. Turtle, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop? I never made it without biting. Ask Mr. Owl. Mr. Owl. How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop? Let's find out. One, two, three, three. How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop? The world may never know. Night's getting coldish. Almost time to think of closing the place up. One more time. I always hate to leave. Soup's on. Chicken noodle? <laughs> Campbell's chicken noodle soup. Fresh egg noodles simmered in our own soothing chicken broth. Oh, I love chicken noodle soup. <laughs> Once a Campbell's kid, always a Campbell's kid. Gonna 
Let me tell you, this song has everything. It's slick production, that Fender Rhodes, that groove. It's got the slapstick timing thing. And Caribbean Queen is like, this is is the song. This this should have been huge, and it wasn't. But I tell you, the song is timeless, man. Oh, my God. It just reeks coolness. Reminds me of the Wally Badru. Remember Wally Badru? Yeah, of course. The production reminds me yeah, of Wally Badru. I love it. It's so slick. This guy, Nigel Martinez, I don't know much about him, but this guy is a badass. Hmm. Worked together with Billy Ocean on this. Excellent. Love it. Cool. So Next now up. we're moving on to an album from Christopher Cross. From 1994, this album, it's a shame. I don't know much about it, but I discovered this song, which is excellent. Um, do you know what? you have any info on this album, Joe? Um, not so much the album, but of note on this particular song, you got the, the Bissonette Brothers as the rhythm, rhythm section. You got Greg and Matt Bissonette as the oh. rhythm section. They, you know, they, okay. they have their own. I know, I know Matt Bissonette. Uh, played with like Rick Springfield and what's their claim of, to fame? Oh, they're just a you know Matt a Greg uh, Greg Bissonette as a drummer. Uh-huh. He's like uh, you know like uh, someone of note. He's always in the drum magazines and stuff. Oh, he's a studio cat. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Uh, I don't know his claim to fame though. My Henry would know. Oh, okay. Um, um, as a drummer, but I, I know that the brother Matt Bissonette was also. Right. Uh, um, uh, bass player, and they're, they're the rhythm section. It's kind of interesting. Okay. Oh, okay. Very cool. So, yeah, you know, like I said, these albums, these guys were doing great work, but at this time, they couldn't get arrested. You know. Hmm. Well, of Nobody gave, gave a rat's ass. 
You know, it's a shame, you know. Uh, the, the, yeah, there's great albums that were put out by people like Christopher Cross and so on and so forth, and, but they were ignored, you know. Uh, but uh, here again, here's uh, our opportunity to bring out these gems. Yeah. And this is a great one. You're going to love this. This is called Been There, Done That, Christopher Cross.
a t-shirt. <laughs> right? Sounds like he's going to say that. Pretty good tune, huh? Yeah. I like it. It's pretty cool. Christopher Cross, been there, done that. Got the t-shirt. No, no, that's it's been there, done that. But now we're moving on. There was a movie. I don't, I don't, I don't think I ever saw it. It's called Soup for One. I don't even recall the title. Who yeah, was in no, it? I, I, I don't know. We, we, we'd have to check it out. But the soundtrack is pretty good. They even have right. Teddy Pendergrass doing something kind of yachty, too. Eh, it's interesting. Um, uh, what's her name? Blondie's on it, too. But uh, Bernard Edwards and Nile Rodgers apparently produced the whole thing. So th I'm, what I'm talking about now is a Carly Simon track called Why. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of great people. Sheik is on it. Right. Carly Simon. Yeah, why Fonzie Thornton. Fonzie Thornton. usually a background singer, right? I, I know Fonzie. Yeah. 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 Uh, Bernard Edwards is on bass. Wow. Oh, yeah. Bob Clearmountain Engineer on some of it. Barry Bongiovi, which is guys he uh, right. used the studio. Right. Nile Rogers, you're right. Uh, yeah. Anybody else of note? Let's see. Who knows? Sammy Figueroa, of course, we know. Oh, percussion. Um, percussion, yeah. Right. Um, they've recorded at the power station. <laughs> so, definitely sure. a good work effort. All yeah. right, I'm excited. Let's hear it. Let's check this out. This is again from the movie soundtrack Soup for One Carly Simon. Why?
Hey there, this is Ali Thompson and you're listening to the Yacht Rock Show with Eddie Gans and Joe Carlisle. This is a song from the CD release of my album Songs from the Playroom and it's called Sunkissed.
come on, of course, this is Yacht Rock. It's smooth. It's getting yachty in here. It's the Yacht Rock Show with Eddie and Joe. And an Oreo cookie It's a bright idea to dunk it Or to crunch it or unscrew it Or to lick it or to trick it But no matter what you do It's true, it's fun to munch A creamy, crunchy chocolate O-R-E-O Goes great with imagination Put the yum in your creation Oreo and Oreo Double Stuffed Cookies there's a tiger whose life is filled with dangers <laughs> Protecting the secret formula from strangers Cause the formula makes Kellogg's sugar frost is like cereal A delicious part of this nutritious breakfast And the secret taste of frosted flakes makes Tony say They're great! Tony, that was a close call! Yes, this secret agent stuff can be hairy business <laughs> Now Back to the smooth.
gotta love that. Another gem from the Babyface album, Return of the Tender Lover. That's Babyface with L. DeBarge with the high notes at the end there. The falsetto. Woo! Still got it. Sounds great. Once again, that was Babyface and L. DeBarge together on the uh, Babyface album. So now... We're going to play something that's really cool, but the, fun, the funny thing is that there's no info on these guys. I don't even know if it's a band or it's an artist. It's called Django, right? J-A-N-G-O. Yeah. Um, again, I don't know. I think it's, in, it's a solo artist, but again, it could be a band. But this song is killer. You're going to love this. It's called Under the Influence of Love. It's got the Steely Dan influence, you know? Really yeah, yeah. nice. Check this out. Joe, cool. you're going to love this. Yeah, here it is.
to fear this week folks nothing to fear song, i don't know why this song is on is is on the chopping block well it was sent I have a hard time by, saying anything bad it was sent in by a very very uh you know fond listener of the show mr yeah. mead mead kendrick <laughs> how you doing mead mead i like you already this is one of my favorite my albums uh, yeah, I mean, he, he has good taste. I refuse to say anything bad about this song. I mean, it may not be Yacht Rock, but we can only say that. But, well, uh, I anything Al Jarreau, anything Al Jarreau, I'll, I'll definitely float the boat. Listen, it's got personnel. You got Al Jarreau. You got yeah. jazz. We got by Michael Franks. Come on. This is a no-brainer. Oh, I love, love, love Absolutely. One of our favorite albums, Absolutely. Joe Sample Spellbound, right, Joe? Yeah, from 1989 with a, oh my God, a cornucopia of incredible people. I mean, this one alone speaks right. volumes. Written by Michael Franks, John Pena on bass. Uh, then you had, we've always played the Leading Me Back to You, which was Michael Franks written and sung by. Uh, U-Turn, right. which we love so much and that we've played. Oh. Uh, a lot of great stuff. Each time we each yeah, this is great. I mean, Joe Sample. What can you, what, what can you say? Legendary. Love his playing. Uh, survive. I almost can't even talk over Right? Go bad talking over it. So great. So many good singers on this album. But the Oh, and, uh, take six, of course, all over Utah. Uh, and they wrote it. Over. I think they they wrote Utah. Oh yeah. I mean, he, yeah, he may have written the music and all, but maybe they may have written the lyrics. Maybe. So I, I'm not, Michael I'm Franks not, wrote this. 
Michael Franks wrote this tune, and he also wrote wow. and sang Leading Me Back to You, which we've played before. Right. Wow. Listen, listen to what a great piano sound, too. Excellent. Yeah. You know, this is more, if you, you know, if you're going to talk about the yacht, it's this is more on the, ja- on the jazzy side of the yacht rock. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's more jazzy. It's I'll give slick. you that. It's super slick. It's got but that it's got, happy but jazz it's got, feel. Yeah. It's got everything else that works together with Yacht Rock, bro. Yeah. Right? So, you know, it's a shoo-in. Who's on drums? That's got to be John Robinson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm Come positive. On. I think he's across the board. It could be Omar Akeem, though, because Omar, Omar's on here, too. Oh, let me see. This is track two. No, that's track three. It's track three. That could be Omar. It could be Omar King. There's only two guys. Oh, yeah. I think it's John Robinson um, and Omar King. Uh, Marcus is on this album. This is John Pena, of course, as I said. Uh, Made the Beast is on U-Turn. And there might be one more bass player. Uh, it could be those guys. Nice. Yeah, I wonder how available this album is now. Because I really want to suggest everybody go get it. Uh, oh, it, oh it's available. It definitely is. This, this is yeah, scat. you can find this. Beautiful scat he's on. Excellent. Great choice, Mead. Of course. Love this. I think he's I'm cheating. I think Mead, Mead knew we were going to love that. I think he's cheating. The thing is to maybe oh. pick something that's kind of on the fence, but we'll give right. it to you. Well, anyway. <laughs> uh, excellent song. We love yeah, it. We love it. Big Joe Sample fans, Spellbound. I give this four anchors, my friend. This floats the boat. Sure. Big time. All right. And we are moving on. Let's go. Yeah. Sorry, Dom. Hey, this is Steve Lugather. Steve Picaro. Joseph Williams. We are Toto.
love that Toto. You got me there. Huh? Yep. Love that. Any Toto. It's always good. Now we've got a real sweet thing from the album Unborn from David Pack. Hmm. This is, yeah, this is uh, interesting. It was released in 2005. And this song is really smooth, Joe. Loving this. Okay. It's called Deliver Me. Again, from the solo album, David Pack, that used to be with, you know, with Ambrosia. Ambrosia, right. Right. The album's called Unborn, and here is Deliver Me. Folks, this is killer. You're going to love this. Check it out.
you say that Joseph Williams did what for this? Uh, he was the songwriter. He arranged it, and he does harmony vocals. But it sounds more like Michael McDonald, doesn't it? Interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't hear Love him. That. I can usually pick him out. Yeah. I was excited to see that that was him on this, and but I don't hear it. It's funny. I guess I didn't hear enough of the tune. Right. It's um, really funky. So it's him. I love that song, man. Oh, love when David Pack goes that route. You know, yeah, it's nice. It's definitely nice. Really killer tune. So, folks, we've come to the end of another killer Yacht rock show. Yacht rock show. But before we go, we're going to feature our good friend Alex Lopez. He runs the Yacht Rock Show group page on Facebook. If you're not a member, come and, you know, come and join us there, folks. It's a lot of fun. And Alex runs the page for us. He's a real sweetheart. Love the guy. And what Alex is going to introduce the next song. And he's, he did a little voiceover, and he's going to introduce the next song, which is um, a song by Randy Goodrum and uh, Jay Graydon. Very nice. The group Jar. And Joe and I will catch you on the next Yacht Rock show. Goodbye, everybody. See you later. Hello, shipmates. This is Alex from Miami, Florida. Also your friend from the Yacht Rock Show Facebook group. Coming up next is a side project that was put together by Jake Graydon and Randy Goodrum. They call themselves JAR. And from their only self-titled album by the same name, JAR, here is the song, Scene 29.
in the script regarding a guitar solo. I mean, what's going on here, chaps? Well, well I think I can explain that. I'm Willie Warbler, and I'm, I'm the manager of the band, and um, I, I speak for anything sonically fidelic uh, kind of stuff that they like to talk about. Nonsense, nonsense. Let, let, let's take it from the spot at the bookie in the suit. Yeah. Small-time bookie in a two-bit suit.